Why can't we just talk a little bit before the show? Well, we're talking, you know, but they're going to hear us. Can I switch over? That's and... fine. That's fine. My, the, the thing is, you know, it, it doesn't all have to go in. You know, there's a, there's a small contingent of people who, 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 oh God, I don't understand my keyboard anymore. There's a small contingent of people who, who don't like when we talk about things. What, 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 what's happening with my computer? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't understand any of my input devices anymore. Dan, we should talk about this. I don't control it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did I toot about it? I can't tell. Oh yeah. I guess I did. Did I? I don't know what you do. And I think I'm having a stroke. I don't understand. Oh, my trackpad. Oh. I told you about my mouse, right? I told you about my little, uh, my incident. Did you say about my incident? Mm. Oh, I'll something, see. something happened with your mouse. Yeah. I, I did something, um, mm. something I, exceptional. Oh God. Something exceptional. Something we have to astonish them. Ooh. The astonishing Astonish. Mr. Man. That's my, that's my, uh, not my wife. My wife doesn't have a favorite X-Men panel. That's my daughter's favorite. I want to talk about Astonishing X-Men today, too. All right. Uh, today's Back to Work may very well not be about using public restrooms. Yeah. Listen I think we have, we've got some people worried about us. Right now and here for yourself on the tutor. This is not the show, right? No, we won't put this in. Okay. <sighs> um, I have had this really ugly but functional Logitech mouse. It's, it's the ugly Logitech mouse everybody uses. Do you know what I mean? It's like ergonomic and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It, it, looks like, it looks like something that uh, Geiger, HR Geiger would make, you know? And, uh, I, I've, you know, I've used it. It was there. I, I, I've tried this trackpad a thousand times and couldn't get the hang of it. But, you know, I've been having some weird things and I kept getting this weird IO thing. When, when I would go into single user mode, I'd get this really crazy repeating message. I get the stuff in the console. I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta restart everything. I, I took out all the USBs. I start over. They're called USBs and I started over. And then um, I noticed that my USB hub was not plugged in and powered. Plugged I in? Not plugged in? It was plugged into the USB. It was not fully powered, <laughs> which I know it doesn't technically need to be. I thought, you know what? Well, first of all, I should mention as a side note that the area underneath my desk is a little bit uh, entropic. <laughs> yeah. Everything I, cannot, I do at the I desk, can't even. Mm. How, how about this? Tiny flex of everything I do at the desk falls uh, under there. Do you want a picture? No, no. Yeah. Are, are you going to turn around? Really, no, I, have <laughs> enough of, I have enough of a picture already. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a panorama. Uh. <clears throat> it's pretty bad. And there's, uh, I've tried several times to, as, uh, as John Sarkis says, refactor. My my cords. <laughs> that is what he says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, I thought, oh, well, clearly here is, uh, it, you know, it, it was a terrible, terrible coincidence that there was a little little plug from a power brick there, right? Mm-hmm. And it was right adjacent to the USB hub. And so, of course, like a gentleman, I plugged it in. Right. <laughs> and I, my, immediately my office was filled with the smell of burning electricity and oh plastic. <laughs> I mean, bad, as in like, I was really worried the neighbors would run down and see what happens in here because it was, it was bad. <laughs> right. wanna, they did figure it all out. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get into to a lot of complexity about how electricity works because only you and I would understand it. But let's just leave it at this. The, the dingus plugs into the who's what's it flawlessly plugged right in. Now, you know, it used to be like if you plug your 30-pin thing, you try to plug your 30-pin um, iPhone thing into <laughs> yeah. an Android phone, you're going to go, oh, well, this, this, this is not doesn't work. work. doesn't fit. Hey, 
And even until recently, if you plug in your your thirty pin dingus into the uh, into the Hoosie what's it's on your phone, you go, oh, that's the wrong way. Yeah, wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. This this mm, God, this 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 slid in like a sailor at the carnival. Wow, it went, it went right wow. in, and then mm, this is not good. And I ah, lockdown mode. I tear everything apart. I'm unplugging everything, and I'm I'm ready to like take it out of the office because now my my office reeks. But the the uh, long story short, you wish the uh, now my Logitech mouse. USB thingy died. I think it's the only one of my thingies that died. But that was it. Now I'm stuck. Now I've got to use this trackpad and I'm old and I keep using it wrong and it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of messing with my game a little bit. I, there's things I really... Let, now do you use a trackpad with your uh, Macintosh? Mm. You know, I, I do on the uh, the MacBook Pro. That I'm pretty ASAP. Now, now, You're talking you have, about the separate independent one that is the Bluetooth... Bluetooth. The Bluetooth I, 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 one. I put the button on the Bluetooth. Yeah, I have, I have one of those. I don't I use it. I for a Bluetooth pad. And, <laughs> <laughs> I don't and, use it a lot. Well, I, uh, now, that I've, now that I've made my office smell like electricity, I, I kind of have to use it. And there's some things that are like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing in the world. The three-finger dragging is pretty awesome. I like that a lot. And I've, I've installed this thing I learned about from Brett Terpstra. <laughs> called Better Touch Tool. Mm. And uh, that actually adds a lot of great stuff. Some some keyboard maestro like stuff. Keyboard, keyboard maestro to me, I, I see why people like it, but it's like the e- e- it's like the Emacs of devices to me. I don't understand it. But this dealie, I, I've now been able to map all my function keys the way that I like. It's super cool. It does lots of great stuff. You've got a magic mouse that works with that. So I don't know if it's interfering with this, but like I... I keep clicking it and things don't happen or it happens in the wrong place. Like there's some persistent clicky thing. Uh-huh. I, I think I might have fat fingers or diabetic fingers or neurasthenia. Is that what it's called? Neuropathy? What's the thing that uh, Rambo had where he could oh, smell? Oh, paresthesia. Paresthesia. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, that's not the lady that had the reality show. No, with that's the, Oprah. Uh, that's Oprah. With, uh, I think you're thinking of, uh, of Lionel Richie's daughter. <laughs> Brickhouse. Oh, she, she mean, I think you're thinking of Lisa Bonet. Oh, Lisa. <laughs> that's funny. I always pronounced it Liza Bonnet. Oh, did you? <laughs> Piles and piles of Liza Bonnet. God, it's early. I got to tell you, I got up at uh, five seventeen a.m. Is that early for you? Oh, Dan, I got a new schedule here. That's like that's like three. Why didn't you change your schedule for what? I, well, life changed my schedule. It's a good schedule. We should talk about this. Life changes. Topic oh, so for now, today's show: life changes. Ugh, latency, latency. Life changes. I'm gonna move that. I'm not under fu. I'm gonna put that under topics. Okay. Uh, what was it? Latency? No. Schedules. Changes. Schedules and change. Okay. Got it. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I, I keep. I, I need to basically take a sharpie and scientifically test where I'm supposed to click for things and then draw it on there because I find myself <laughs> taking my right index finger and going like. I don't know if you can hear. This. You know, like I'm trying to tap out some kind of. You know, some some kind of. This is on the on the iPhone five. No, no, here, on the uh, trackpad. It's not a touchpad. It's a trackpad. A touchpad. That's bad. That Sun owns that. <laughs> sun owns the, uh, the the service mark on that. They do. Yeah, they call it the iPad. Uh-huh. I touch. I touch. <laughs> I'd buy that. Would you get it in black or white? The black one's a little bigger. Um, so <laughs> anyway. Uh, my, my, I got that. I got yeah, that. Yeah. I'll bet you did. I owe when my college, When you're in college, like just for a semester. Uh, that's what a lot of people do when they're experimenting with different computers. Yeah, yeah that's how they learn. Yeah, I'm, I was more like a, I was more like a Sony Vio. Mm-hmm. Because I had to strap everything on for it to even work. <laughs> 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 
getting earlier. Oh my gosh. His schedule. Oh my gosh. Good why week. did you why did you change the Good, schedule? What? You want to hear about it? You yeah. want to hear about my week? Um well it's you know, it's somewhat personal in nature, but not too personal in nature. Uh we've uh you know, there's a certain phrase that you should just never use. You know, you, 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 okay, so you've had this when you talked to Ryan, Lil Ryan from Squarespace. Oh, I'm going to get to meet him soon in person, or as you would say, in, just, in poison. Poison. He, he just turned 25. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday, Ryan. Happy birthday. I congratulated him on his new quarter life crisis. Wow. He's growing his hair out. You should see him. He's growing his hair out. Oh, he's going awesome. to grow, grow down to that narrow ass of his. I don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> what? He's a good looking guy. He's a very, very handsome oh, man. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, I think he got those sunglasses in a uh, in a box of Fruit Loops. <laughs> kids, you know, kids love Fruit Loops. <laughs> it's full of HFCS, but when you're that age, you can just oh, sleep man. it off. Sleep it Co- off. You know, cookie I, crisp. I, my friend, the technologist TJ Luoma, told me that the problem with HFCS turns out is it actually makes you hungrier. Did you know about this? You might you might have learned this in one of, in, in some of your scholarship about food. High fructose corn syrup. High fructose. It makes you actually. This is this Did is you say this fructose is, or fructose. <laughs> I don't know. Is it one of those click things? Oh, like in the Kalahari. Oh, I think you're thinking of that movie with the Coke bottle where everything moves really fast. <laughs> everything changes with the, the Coke of, bottle. At the end of every every cut, it speeds up a little bit. Did you notice that? <laughs> I did notice that. I think that's stylistic choice. It's called the uh, South African cut. <laughs> is, that what, they, is that what that is? Is that South Africa? Am mm-hmm. I thinking of something else? No, you're, you okay. nailed it. That movie's not as not, not as good as I as I thought it would be. It's good. It's good. It's charming. But it's yeah. so what what's the thing you had to film on? A Steinberger? A Steinberger say? You know the big thing was Steinbrenner. Steinbrenner, and that's the base that doesn't have any uh tuning pegs on it. It's got a flying bridge. Dan, I need to start over. Talking about frets. Over. You're talking about a fretless. So the problem base. is less claypool. Less claypool. Buggada buggada bum, buggada buggada bum. Every song's the same. Buggada buggada bum, buggada buggada bum. Did you um so there's certain phrases that we we know not to use. Yeah. And and the 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 biggest phrase being fructose. Fructose. We need to talk. Nobody has ever been happy to hear the phrase we need to talk. Now the trouble is now if somebody needs to talk, it might be to say that they think you're good looking. But usually that means that you're about to be broken up with for good reasons, in my experience. Mm-hmm. Right, but we know this, and so 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 we've talked about this. You talk to Ryan. You get on the phone with Ryan. The end of the call is completely different from the beginning of the oh, call. Oh yeah, the beginning of the call very tense, very you, I, I've stressful. I've never I'll for myself. I've never begun a call with Ryan where I wasn't positive he was about to fire us forever. No, I know. Every call starts that way, and I don't know if he knows it and likes it and thinks it's like a joke, like it's just I've told funny. Him three times. Like I've told the him people three times, but screwing with me, Ryan. I know. You talk about me being inscrutable. That guy. <sighs> <sighs> And it's, it's like, there's some people, like for me, a joke is funnier if it can be shared with friends. For him, I think, I think he doesn't care. He just likes to play, play mean jokes on people. I think this is partly because he's young and in Manhattan. I think this is the kind of culture that they're building there. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. It's a very good company. We're going to talk about them later. But, uh, but, uh, but uh, you don't want to use a phrase like, uh, our, our family is, has had some changes because it sounds like something awful <laughs> happened. And it's not awful. It's that my daughter started school and my wife is you know, doing a, a new project. She's found a better husband who doesn't like X-Men. <laughs> right. She's moved on from Project Merlin to Project... You ever walk around the house person. showing your wife panels from comics? <clears throat> no, you, you might she's as, not you might as well. You might as well like hit her with a steely damn box set. How successful <laughs> that is. <laughs> we have to astonish them. I know, honey, you've shown that to me several times. I know that you and Eleanor like the comics. Thank you. <laughs> Look at Emma Frost. 
Um, See, the, the funny thing is that you would even try. Yeah. That's the funny thing to me, is that you wouldn't you wouldn't know better already. This is this is uh, turns out this is Jonah Lehrer's definition of insanity. It's just showing your wife uh, comics more than once and thinking that it's going to work. It's a functional definition. The fact it's, that your wife even knows that there are comics in the house is surprising to me. She is such. A, sh- 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 I'm thinking of moving them off site because it's getting a little weird. Mm-hmm. This it's clear that the amount of clear space to the right of that partic- on the right of that particular shelf is getting smaller. They call them TPPs. I, I, I'm pretty loaded up on TPPs. I'd like to come back to Astonishing X Men a little later because I think it's important. All right. Um, it's your show. Whatever. So the thing is, like, I like to think that I'm a pretty okay dad in my way Mm -hmm. but the truth is that you know she for almost five years has done the lion's share the the really the the female lion head of the pack the giant lion's share of of all work in any way i'm doing more of that now so now my schedule is a little different every day give me an idea when you say work what does work mean what does the term work mean what that mean that's what i'm asking you with regard to what what's the man's name talking about my work Oh, you're talking about uh, a lot of baseball players today. They got funny names. Yeah. No, I'm asking you about when you say the lion's share of the work and you're doing some of that now. I'm curious to know what, oh, what you were well, not doing before know, that you are now doing. Um, she has taken care of our daughter. I mean, that's, that's, that's a... Anybody who doesn't think that's a job can just go eat a oh, bag yeah. of... yeah. No, it is. Eat a bag of something because it's it's a tremendous, ridiculous amount of work that that I don't you know I don't care about your goddamn startup. It's a thousand times harder to to be with a kid all the time because they're crazy making, wouldn't you say? Beyond that, there's no and way. My wife, to... my wife handles it like a gentleman. Like she really, she it's amazing how she. I don't know how she keeps her sanity. It helps now that my daughter's so much cooler and we can read comics. That helps a lot. And uh, but uh, no, but anyway, I'm doing more of that. This is not this is not interesting. But I uh, just my schedule's changed, and so it's good. It's actually really good. But it's funny because for so many years, I'm realizing for so many years, I've had, I've been granted like nearly unlimited time to do whatever, which is ninety percent amazing and ten percent harrowing. Because I always, I, I don't do this every day, but I, I really feel like every hour that I have to do whatever is not home life is a kind of uh, investment by my family. The, the time I spend away from the innumerable, endless amount of work that will, needs to be done in home life. I always, we talked about this a little bit before, but I always feel like it's sort of like a grant from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation of my family. Like I, it's money that I must spend well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel it doesn't make, it isn't pressure exactly, but it is weird, especially during the abortive book. Like, I, I don't know how my wife pulled it off, but she just gave me, she was just like, just go do what you got to do. It was amazing. And when I used to travel more, it was, you know, I don't know. It's just amazing. So now I'm, I'm, I'm no, not John Lennon or anything, but I mean, I'm spending more, even more time than before. And I spent a fair amount of time before with, you know, the kid. I like her. Um, and so anyway, that's changed my schedule. Schedules and change. That's pretty good. Why did I think that was interesting? Schedules and change. And we need to talk. That's pretty good. That's some follow up. How's your how's, how's your day? You doing all right? Yeah, it's fine. Everything's sound good. like you're good. I'm doing all the talking, but you you uh, you sound like you're full of beans. Yeah, no, totally full. full yeah, I told you when my uh, daughter and I we just took out the Wii, uh, which I hadn't played since she was an infant. But I would literally hold her on my arm like a uh, football, a football, and bowl for hours at a time while she's <laughs> well, because it has a natural rocking gesture to it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Nintendo built that right in. So what what games do you have for her? Well, we've mainly been doing Wii Sports, um, almost exclusively, and not a lot tennis. of killing in that game. So it's probably 
find I can't her. find my copy of the game with the elf where I make the horse go in a circle. I think that we might have accidentally put that somewhere. I told you about that. All I can do is make a horse go in a circle with a little elf guy. Is that Zelda? I think that's his name. Yeah. I'll have to find the link. Um, we, um, we play a lot of Wii sports, especially uh, we play a lot of bowling and we just started golf. Oh, and first yeah, of all, yeah. she's really good at bowling. Like it's crazy. She's, she shouldn't be good at it because she's not doing it right. But she's great. Now the funny part is we play golf and I, and Dan, I swear to God, I told you this yesterday. I, I cannot, <laughs> every time I walk up to, as they say, address the ball, I, 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 I say, <laughs> I say the same two words every time and she finds it completely perplexing. Do you know what those two words are? Um, Cinderella, Cinderella story. Cinderella story. Sometimes I was going to guess be the ball, but that's not two words. <laughs> so I was trying to mitigate that. Oh, Danny. Um, <laughs> oh, Danny, Danny. <laughs> Billy Baru. <laughs> um, but and I and now she isn't. She's she's kind of starting to say it a little bit. But when I address the ball, it's Cinderella story or Cinderella boy. Tear in his eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so some follow-up. You think this is what people tune in for? I No, I don't. Okay. Are we making an official break with the OCD and bathroom talk? Because it seems like that's something where we need to, to draw a line in the floor. Well, like, I really... think we have a lot of people concerned. And Tell, tell me more. Well, you know, I, don't, I know you're, you, you see Twitter as sort of a one-way thing, but I, I, <clears throat> people will respond to things on Twitter. And that was they're... a good one. That was, that was old, old Dan. Nice. Thank you. Please continue. Well, you see the world as a as a urinal <laughs> in which you never draw water. <laughs> I, I, the way the rest of us see, like I'd say, a lot of people. The way say, you see the world is like a bank, and you only make <laughs> withdrawals and never deposit. Uh, no, I think you know. I think people are concerned. I think people heard the show, and uh, and the, the shows, the shows, really. the shows, the the two. Well, the first show I think was. Drew people in, and the second show I think disturbed. It's our best show. It's our best episode we've ever done. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but I think this the follow up to it began. You know, it, people were concerned. People were a little bit were a little bit worried. You're referring here to the episode where we spent, by my calculation, thirty six. It was not the entire show, but it was, I believe, something like thirty six to forty five minutes of essentially we played D and D with public restrooms. Yeah, choose choose your own adventure. Choose your own but you know the thing is it made me it made me realize what a gentle lover and excellent DM you would be. Because you you were great at it. And I, I think I was a pretty good player and you were a great DM. Saving throw. Saving throw. So anyway, I'm sorry. I gosh I hope people aren't too worried. You know, some of that was actually, you know, kind of a little bit of kidding around. Like we went to see the uh, went to see the Finding Nemo the other day, and you know I, we blast right into the bathroom. We go right in there. She's she's becoming less picky about it, which makes me proud of her. Well, I think we were doing both yeah. of us were, were kind of presenting us in our worst state in a situation that was also worst case. Yes, and it was it was in the service of being um, trying to remember the word from the Latin entertaining. Yeah, um, but here's the thing. And this is, this is the last thing I'll say about this, you hope, which is that uh, the problem with any of that stuff, as we said, is that you're fine as long as you don't think about it. But if you think about it, yeah, it's really troubling. And, and here's an example. Um, we both have if, the option to not think about it, too. If you, if, well, kind, mm, of, kind of. Mm, mm, mm. Do you believe your thoughts, Dan? I don't. Okay. Uh, next time we want to really screw with somebody at dinner... Uh, ask them, sort of like along the lines of don't think of an album, ask them to not worry about biting their tongue while they're eating. 
<laughs> all right, I'll do that. What I can I'd like do all that. of our listeners to do right now for just a minute is just pause for just a minute and think about your tongue. Do you know that that is literally in your mouth all the time? <laughs> you have this big, scary looking, like prehistoric flap that can find five or possibly six, depending on, 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 uh, on how you look at the science, like a six flavors. It's there in your mouth and it's flopping around. And it's like, it's like, it's like standing next to a, a, a super, super train, a super bullet train. How are you not biting your tongue all the time? Now, right now, your tongue probably feels a little bit bigger in your mouth. It does in mine. And I'm suddenly going, I don't even want to talk anymore. For, literally, for the first time in my life, I'm terrified I'm going to bite my tongue. Yeah. Because now I'm thinking about it. Hmm. So anyway, um, listen, I, I hope people aren't too worried. I didn't know we had that many listeners. That's really endearing. And in fact, I, I won't do, you know, I won't go into details, but I will say that, that those are some of our most downloaded shows. Yeah. <laughs> ever. We should do one on Markdown. <laughs> That's, <laughs> we should. Buddhism and Markdown. Buddhism, Buddhism. and Markdown. Octothorpe. <laughs> I love that word, Octothorpe. Um, a little bit of follow-up. Okay, um, we, sh- we should have mentioned this last week. Thank you, uh, first-time shirter. Um, we should mention uh, just a couple quick things about the shirts. The shirts um, have gone out, and lots of people ordered them, and we just wanted to... People have wanted, them. They're wearing them. They have them. Yeah, they've even... Some of them have been... A lot of people put on, on Twitter, which is really good yeah, for five days. Cool. <laughs> but um, I wish there was something besides Flickr. But we, we have a Flickr uh, 5x5 pool where, you, if you choose to, you can jump in the pool Um and you'll probably want to wear your shirt if you have the kind of torso I do. But um, yeah, if you want, you can post your photo. But really, it's just a, a two-pronged thing of letting people know the shirts did go out. Is there anything people should do if they ordered a shirt and it hasn't arrived? I haven't seen that happen. But if it does, is there, is there any recourse for that? Yeah, at, this, at this point... Civil action. Civil <laughs> if you're a non-litigious person, please go to 5by5.tv slash contact... There will be uh, an option there that I think is either I would, I can't be bothered to actually go to my own website, but if you can go <laughs> to whole, I think Hattie changed it to uh, I didn't get my goddamn shirt come up butt much. <laughs> Select that under the pull down menu. It's either T-shirts or orders or something. Pick that and uh, <laughs> I've infected you yeah. with my indifference, haven't yeah. I? I can't I can't be concerned with details, but some someone will help you. <laughs> They, <laughs> the people will help you. <laughs> they'll, they'll bring it to My you. My handlers will take they, care of it. The minions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but the and so so yeah. I hope everybody got their shirt. I hope especially people over in the countries that aren't America got them. Uh, but also just to say thank you very much again for doing that. I, I don't want to bust a gut, but we're really it's really freaky to see my face on so many people's uh, you know boobies of various types. But it's uh, learned the word motorboat because of this kind of a funny thing. Never heard that word. Um, <laughs> There's one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excuse me. Oh, hold on. I'm going <laughs> to. It was a thread on Tumblr about what's yeah, called motorboating. Yeah. Did you know that's a thing? I Oh, yeah. No, I know all about that. All right. Hang on. <laughs> Click that link I just sent you in the robot. I eat a lot of chili dogs. <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> a squirrel. This should go in the show notes, I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? How good is that? I am going to retweet this. That is really. God, why can't everybody be funny? I don't know. Uh, 
so great. I, <laughs> I like I like that it's sleeveless. That's the best part of it. Hey, you know why he's showing off those pythons? He's got those guns. Guns, man. Guns. guns. Got the this guns. He's a, a guy, right? <laughs> he's sure? not one of those ladies from ESPN, <laughs> is it? I'm going to put this in the show notes. You can get to the show notes by going, if you'd like to see what we're talking about, 5x5.tv slash boy. Twos and two. Twos and the number. W's and women. W's and women. And the, this is episode number, hold on, it's coming up. 80. 86. Six. Yeah. And so this, uh, this uh, Pablo Squirrel, um, <laughs> I, I assume the Boston. Radio is theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. So we need to explain. Well, Tell us what we're, uh, what we're looking at here. <laughs> you should, uh, Pablo Squirrel of the Boston Squirrels, I assume, has made uh, his own shirt, which appears to be from a very, very, very old Hanes tee with the sleeves cut off. <laughs> and in what appears to be a Sharpie that's about to run out has, has written, that's fine from real. He's basically emulated the shirt that we were selling and drawn uh, a picture of me on it. And it looks awesome. It looks like a Daniel yeah. Johnston cassette, which I really like. He's from Austin. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Pablo. Thank you, Mr. Squirrel. So we're, we're a- working on a little something here at uh, the headquarters hmm. uh, as a way to, when people do things like this, yes, or send us stuff, mm-hmm. um, that um, we're going we're gonna to be sending them a little a special thing. We're going to be sending they'll, something. They'll take care of it? Yeah, I've got, um, I've got someone people? to do that now. That's awesome. You know, you could Tumblr it. I, I've been, I've been tumbling things. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, say, I told you I'm following. This will be better their, than that. I'll be sending them a physical. I think it's gift. really, you're sending something physical, physical gift, something personal, personal and physical. <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'd like to give some of our listeners something personal and physical. Yeah. Just well, you know how you send out the note cards. This is, I'm not yeah. trying to one up you, but this will be better. So many to do, so many to do. This is, this is actually, thank you so much, Mr. Squirrel. This is, this is tremendous. <laughs> now, my only, my only concern, I got one beef. Well, I got two beefs about the shirt. It's first, the, there's a lot of print on it. So, so sometimes the five by five part goes a little closer to my dingus than I'd like if I tuck it in. Sometimes I tuck you it tuck? in. I tuck in. You tuck? I tuck if I'm wearing an overshirt. Like what? right now I'm wearing an overshirt. But. I don't. Talk, but then don't they know, they're not seeing no, that part. Of not an animal. an overshirt. Yeah, they don't know just, where that goes. I just don't know if you want your brand by my dingus. Something you need to think about. Oh, I've been home. I've been thinking about it. Mm, Made physical a decision and too. personal. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, I notice in photographs, my I look a little bit hepatic. Does that mean overweight? <laughs> oh man! Oh god! I try so hard. You know, I've I'm never still, heard that word before. It's a new word. I can admit that. Oh, like if you got the hepatitis and you get a little bit yellow. Jaundice? Do you mean like jaundiced? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking a little bit jaundiced, and and I uh, and I'm kind of yellow. So I would say, Mr. Squirrel, if you were to take, say, a highlighter, <laughs> like if you're if you're studying your Bible um, and you were using a highlighter, you could just color my face in kind of yellow. Yeah, I actually have a very pink. I have a pink tone in person. I'm pinkish. If you put me alongside my family, I'm totally pink. More so than them. Yeah, and I don't tip. Boy, that's a deep joke. Um, so this is terrific. Thank you everybody for doing this. I hope that does look a lot like a Daniel Johnston cassette. I'll add that to the show notes. Uh, so thank you everybody for doing that. The ships, the shirts are out. And, uh, so, uh, that, that seems like that process went pretty well. We, we ran a little bit late and we apologize for that, but hopefully they're all, and hopefully you like them. Somebody, somebody on Twitter said that, uh, he passed somebody in another car wearing one and then he drove off the road, just to, drove off to the, uh, you know, the off ramp. Mm-hmm. That's awkward. Mm-hmm. So he sold a lot of them. You know, hmm. yeah, we did. We did actually sell a lot of them. 
Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I'm not bragging. It's just a super cool. <laughs> it's cool. Um, yeah. Man, it's personal and physical. Um, I, and my trackpad doesn't work. Um, two, two other quick things. Um, I, can I, I didn't talk to you about this. Can I suggest something as a possible topic for next we week? We've got three sponsors. We should do one soon, by the way. Just saying. Oh, Criminy Pete. Oh, that's right. You got the other one too. Yeah, okay. Three. Okay. So, so mm, okay. Hmm. Okay. And so it's here's your show. You can do whatever, but it's your show. But, but, uh, but I'm going to suggest this because I thought, I, I apologize that Twitter won't let me ever find anything. Because I'd like to, I always, I'd like to, you know, give a via or a citation, but it's difficult. It's hard. It's difficult and physical and personal to find anything on Twitter, especially after five days, brother. You know, I got a saved, I got a saved search just so I can find my own toots, like using Google. Mm-hmm. Isn't, that, isn't that pathetic? Mm-hmm. I mean, pathetic yeah. that I have it, sure. But I want to find out how much I'm repeating myself. I think if I link to that Foo Fighters video of them doing Everlong on Letterman, I do that one more time, I get a Buick. <laughs> Buick. Hi, everybody. Hi, I'm Dave Grohl. <sighs> per, per the last Roderick on the line, uh, John Roderick says he's one of the one of the nicest men that he's ever met in rock and roll. Dave Grohl sounds like a great guy. He dresses up like a devil sometimes. Oh, is that not that uh, Tanisha D video? Yeah. Oh, did man. you know that was him? I didn't even I, know that I, was him until learned, like a few months ago. I learned later, and then you linked to like a like a making of yeah, video. Yeah, it's so Joel, cool. Joel likes that song, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a tribute. Tribute. Yeah, I loved Tenacious D back in the day. We're on, they were on Mr. Show, and I, I just thought it was just like the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Um, I got an email from Ryan. Hope everything's all right. Yeah, what? Huh. Just now? You just got one? Yeah, I got one just now. Just I didn't get one. Ago. I don't think he knows when the show's on, oh, or, or else it's about the show. I think he wants to have a call right now. Should I call him? <laughs> Can we? Yeah, we we'll loop him in. Get him on Skype. We'll bring him in. Hmm. Could somebody, somebody at Squarespace, go tell, go tell Ryan to, uh, to, to talk to us. We'll talk during the show. Do you think I they listen to the show anymore? I think maybe, maybe this one guy that I really like a lot might listen sometimes. He mentioned today that he listened to last week's episode. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Binary Bonsai. I think he listens. Hmm. You know what a big deal that is? He's a Kubrick guy. That's a big deal. Yeah, he did the, uh, the, the WordPress theme. Yeah, he's no, he's a genius. You know, you know, you know what he did at the Squarespace. As long as we're talking too much, you know, he did. He worked on layout. This is the sponsor. Are we doing this? This is the sponsorship. I think. Okay, it's coming next. So here's what I want you to do. This is in show notes for this week. There was a um, an excellent, um, like so many of them. There was an excellent episode of This American Life last week on uh, on education, um, and in particular, it's kind of you know, it's one of those. Uh, well, it's 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 kind of about this this guy who. Um, the tentpole, if you like, of it is talking about this new book on, you know, basically how kids learn. It's a little bit turns out, but it really resonates and seems sensible to me. The, the nut of it is that, you know, traditionally we thought that these cognitive skills and things like IQ were these big deciders of success. Um, and this guy in collating a lot of different information is the word that they've come down to for the other thing that makes you successful in life is just that nobody's found a better word than grit. You can call it character, you can call it personality, you can call it intuitiveness, you can call it whatever you want. But what it comes down to is, yeah, you got to be smart, but you really need grit. And so um, we'll go into this more, I hope, next week. Um, but the reserve reading, two things in show notes. First of all, I would suggest go and listen to that This American Life. Uh, it's called Back to School. And I thought it was great. If you're uh, that's kind of a riff, dude. That's kind of a riff. Just yeah, saying. well, believe me, believe me, my, my phalanx of attorneys is still going after that Clinton fella. You know, we were beating him on the Google, which made me feel pretty good. Oh, that's all that matters. 
And then uh, the other thing is there's a the, so what's the guy's name? He has a crazy name like John Proud, John Stout, John Dong. What's his name? The guy the guy who wrote this book. I gotta look on my own website. Um, oh God. Oh, so the what's guy's it, name, what are you what what are you? I'm lost now. What what are we talking about? Is this a show? Is this are we still doing it or? His name his name is his 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 name is Tough. Tough is his name. Paul Tough. Next to Josh Kill, that's the coolest name I've heard this week. <laughs> Josh Kill. This week. Yeah, he works at Squarespace. <laughs> We're getting to that in a second. Okay. Uh, his book is called How Children Succeed. So here's the two things. And, and you know what? I'm just going to, just to make it easy, I'm just going to put my own stupid blog post in here. I also learned how to find specific episodes of uh, MP3s of This American Life, which is super handy. Um, but no, I'd like you to go and uh, listen to that episode if you, if you want. You have to listen to a podcast, do the podcast. As my, as my late friend Leslie Harpold used to say, I hate buying toys for my toys. Well, I'm asking you to listen to a podcast to listen to a podcast. But, uh, and the other thing I'd like you to do is read this article uh, from the New York Times. Oh, um, from September of last year called uh, What If the Secret to Success is Failure? Turns out. It's a really good article. And because I would, I, this, to me, this gets to a lot of stuff we talk about on the show. And I think there's a thread running through this about education and certainly Florida. But uh, that's my suggestion for next week. So those are in show notes. Did you, did you want to talk about uh, something, something we like? Yes, let's do it. What are we going to do? Ryan wanted to talk to us. This is awkward. I don't think Ryan knows when we record. No, he doesn't know. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I got the email now. <laughs> what should we do? <laughs> um, I say we roll with it. <laughs> okay. I just say we run with it. We just do we'll it. change it later. Yeah, we can come back in and change it later. They don't yeah. care. Overcommit, <laughs> uh, redeliver. <laughs> should, we, should we read the email? <laughs> Let's read the email. He's, he's a kid. He's probably typing he's smart. it on his He's a uh, smart guy. A I'll tell you what. Guy. I'll reply to him. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say we're on... We're on the air right now. This is I'm doing this should, email right we now. We're should, on literally, the, you should hold it up to the phone and let let people hear what Ryan has to say. We're about on the this. air right now, <laughs> and reading this email on the air. Yeah. What should we do? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I've I'll tell you. I, 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 you go and listen to that Adam Carolla show. You're not going to hear this kind of stuff. You're not going to hear him talking about. Well, he's uh, not. He, he's still learning the ropes. Yeah. Is he doing okay? Is he all right? Yeah, he's all right. I mean, hmm. he's young. Yeah. He's getting hmm. started. Getting his start. Yeah. He's on that show at the trampolines, where you jump out of the where you jump out of the, the off the roof in a car and it bounces on the trampoline or something, mm-hmm. so where you go through boxes or side. something. Like yeah. That. Um, so I want to say this uh, Squarespace. You heard the Squarespace? Yes. Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace has is a uh, Squarespace Six is a uh, fantastic way to uh, host uh, your host and run your own blog or portfolio. Um, how do you describe it to people, Tan? What do I say when I'm talking about Squarespace? I say that yeah. it's everything you need to make an amazing website. That's what I say. It's you fully hosted, that. it's managed, and you don't have to do anything to make something awesome. It's right. responsive, so if you, you use one of their templates or templates, as you say, as you say, you can you open this thing on an iPhone, even an iPhone five, it'll still work. Oh, it looks it looks terrific, and it's not one of those hacky. Yeah, you know, it doesn't it doesn't give you that weird mobile version of the website that looks all goofy and weird. It looks I, like I, your I site application, but uh, it's 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 terrific. And now uh, here's the thing: I mean, you know, life is about trade offs, Dan. <clears throat> and uh, compromise. You know, compromise. It's a compromise. But uh, here's the neat thing: they have just uh, finally uh, released, I, I believe, in beta, but now it's out, and you can get it. Their new developer platform. And so, essentially, I you know you you know more about the technical components of this than I do. But I, I signed up for this, and I was on the list for for so long, champion of the bit to see this, but. It's my understanding now that um, 
you have an extensive amount of control over what's happening in, inside of your stuff on Squarespace. To me, part of the value proposition on Squarespace for a long time was that you kind of can't touch your code, right? And you still don't have to touch your code. But if you are somebody who really wants to get closer to the metal, you can uh, sign up for one of these developer accounts. Um, we'll tell you in a minute the easiest way to do that. But uh, I did this yesterday and then I sat there with my, my jaw dropping <laughs> because I felt like <clears throat> there's not even really anything like a compromise <laughs> anymore. I mean, <clears throat> I don't think... Excuse me. It's early, but um, tell so you go in and you and you sign up for one of these accounts. If you go, well, first of all, you should go to squarespace.com/slash/back-to-work and you can sign up for our account. Uh, and if you go to squarespace.com/slash/back-to-work, you can click on developers and you know, developers, 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 and that'll give you more information uh, about about how to get in on this. But it 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 gives you what I did was I set it up and then I I was able to SFTP in with Transmit. And download the assets, I guess in JSON, is that what it is? It's like a, these dot, dot .conf files. And all the stuff that like comprises the guts of my Squarespace site are now sitting on my computer. And I can make all of those changes there. No, it's, just, it's really amazing the way that they embrace the technologies that the, the kids like today. I mean, obviously you want complete control over everything. If you're a developer, you, that's the reason that you're doing this. But they really give you control of everything, like every line of HTML, JavaScript, Everything. And here's the cool part is that every template that they have, because there's lots of different templates. And of course, a template has, you know, it has images that go along with it. It's got background patterns. It's got CSS. What's the best way for you to control something like that? If you're a developer, what are you thinking? You're saying, man, it would be great if that was a, a Git repository. It is. You can use Git. You can use SFTP. I mean, all of this stuff. It's got less pre-processing. This is the stuff the geeks want. Yeah, your CS, you know, I popped into the CS. I play, I've spent about a day playing JSON with less. templates. But and it's all it's all it's all just in there. And they've so, got the I mean, responsive images and it's retina ready. I mean, all of this. It's like it's crazy. They how do they do this? I don't know. I don't. Do I don't know. It's so, it's it's so really strange cool. to me that they, they they I don't want to say came out of thin air with this, but. I mean, the whole the, well, part of what makes Squarespace six so neat to me is that it is a drag and drop proposition. It's so easy to use, but you go in there and you see how you deal with these block components and the folder stuff. It's it's mind blowing. And like, I'm not, I still don't completely understand Git and <laughs> boy, understatement of the year. I have a GitHub repository. I think it's it's got an, uh, some ASCII art of a pony that I made, and that's about it. But um, but in this instance, so you get your GitHub URL, and then and how does that work, Dan? Do you just you just do a poll? And uh, you pull and you push, and that's you, what you, you do. You would clone the repository, and then you would make changes, and you would push it, push it back up, and those changes would happen. Or if you don't, don't like it and you want to use SFTP, you can do that too. I did that, and yeah, I can just mount that, mount, you know, it, mount it right up. Transmit, yeah. Now, and here's the cool um, thing. One thing I want to mention yeah. because this is important. This is a lot to think about. This is a lot to think about. You know, you you've got to familiarize yourself with this. And this isn't something that if you're serious about doing this, this isn't going to take you an hour. This could take a lot more. So this is the cool thing. Developer accounts never expire while you're in development until you actually take the thing live. So like you can take a week or a month or a year and that's kind of, kind of cool. You're not in a rush. They're not, they understand that it takes time to figure this stuff out. So right. That's, that's and if, cool. if God forbid, this is the first time you've ever listened to this program, first of all, welcome. But, but this is the part that's so bananas in technical terms. I believe it's bananas is the word is that you don't have to do this. Obviously, if you've done anything with Squarespace, you know, you know that it, it how, how easy it is to use and you've got an iPad and an iPhone app that are terrific. Um, <clears throat> but, it, but I think in the past, a lot of folks who hear us talking about this may be thinking, well, you know, 
this might be the same thing people said about Mac. So this is a this is a toy, which it is not. Um, but now I think there's more reason than ever for you to go and have a look at this. Um, I would encourage you if you are uh, one of the nerds to at least have a look at this. Again, if it, I, I hope it's for you, it's definitely for me. But again, for the folks out there, if you've got to run a website for somebody, you know, I have to do this with my kids' school. You got to do this with all the different things. Have a look at this. Go to squarespace.com/slash/back-to-work. <clears throat> And uh, click on developers, or I guess you can go directly at squarespace.com slash developers, but using that back to work um, uh, link helps us and tells Ryan that we're not answering his email during the show. Um, but, uh, and so, and the one other thing, so anyway, check that out. It's, it's terrific. And um, one other thing I want to explain quickly, because uh, I want to make this really clear to people. We have an, uh, what's called an offer code. Are you aware of this, Dan? Uh, yes, I am familiar with this. So in addition to all the discounts and, and stuff that you can get for signing up for a year or two years, anything that you decide to, I hate to say buy, I'm not sure how you say it, anything you want to subscribe to on Squarespace, you get an extra 10% off because this is the uh, the month of nine uh, by using the offer code DINGUS. That's one word, <laughs> spaces, DINGUS. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Now, you're saying to yourself, how do I enter this offer code? Um, when you go to the page where you're selecting what kind of plan you want, and there's, I think, three levels of plan, on that page, you will see a link that says enter offer code. Right, so you won't see a field, but you'll see that little button. You get a little cool little pop up. You enter that in. You get ten percent off of whatever you're getting. And remember, if you're getting anything over a year long, uh, if you're signing up for more than a year, you get a free domain name. Um, you know, we can't assume that everybody hears every episode. I just recently learned that, Dan. But uh, but but you know, Squarespace.com. It's great for idiots like me who just want to put stuff up. But I think it's really worth your time to go have a look at the developer stuff. And, uh, and I think, I think we're going to be hearing a lot about this because it is, it is pretty sexy. And I told you before we started recording that, like, I've deliberately not spent time with it. Not a lot of time because I know it's going to be one of those things for me. You know what I mean? No, like I totally once I, do. once I open this up, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, uh, <laughs> spending a lot of time with it. So check it out. Squarespace.com slash back to work. The offer code for this month is uh, dingus. There's also a link in show notes to some screencasts that we've been doing uh, for Squarespace, show you how to use these uh, amazing new blocks in Squarespace 6. Super sexy stuff there. Um, please do uh, check it out. Uh, anything else? No, I guess we're in, email I think that's email enough. Email. People get really upset when we talk this long about it. Yeah, people get mad when you do anything, Dan. That's true. Jonah Lehrer talks about this, turns out. Anyway, um, uh, so go to squarespace.com slash back to work, offer code dingus, and uh, we're very grateful to Lil Ryan and Squarespace uh, for supporting 5 by 5 and back to work. He hasn't written back yet, by the way. Yeah. He's pretty busy. He gets a lot of email. This is the time of day, I think, when he gets a lot of email. Hmm. He's a fast typist. Is he really? Yeah. Hmm. 120 words per minute. Loves a bouncy house. Zero mistakes. Zero mistakes. Yeah, so I got a lot of latency. Um, I had some more follow-up. It's all skippable. It's all skippable. I guess we probably don't have time to talk about Astonishing X-Men. What do you want to talk about? It's your show. No, I like the topics you picked out. Schedules change and we need to talk. Feed burner. Oof. What else? Um, Is that feed. what people tune in for to hear? Feed burner? You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, hang back until I learn more about it. Right. But right now, I'm not feeling great. It's screwed up. It's belly up. <sighs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I got the fear, Dan. I got the fear. So they deprecated the API like a year ago, and then they're like sunsetting the API in October. Now, does that mean the whole service goes away, I or just? But the API is the service, right? I don't know what the API or the service was anymore, or why it's I not ever like used one it. Big, it's not like one big HT access. I mean, it's, it's there's it's doing stuff, right? I guess. Yeah. Anyway, eh, maybe for a future episode, got to talk about education next week. Um, mm, schedules and change. Schedules and change. 
don't know. It's your show. What do you want to talk about? Schedules and change is good. It's a good topic. As good as any. Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. Hmm. Well, like I said, <laughs> there's the email. Um, what did he reply? I think he replied. Oh, you saw you saw my reply. Yeah, it's on, it's all in lowercase. So I think he's on his phone. God, he's handsome. Oh, okay. He's. Re- um, oh yeah, it's lowercase. Yeah. Yeah. So he's probably in a hurry. He's probably in the bouncy house. Um, so this, 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 this thing that the, I, I shouldn't talk about myself. It's super creepy, but, um, <clears throat> but I, I'd say um, it's creepy not to, hmm. I, I am, um, intrigued, uh, by the idea of limitations because I, I have benefited a lot in the past from certain kinds of limitations, uh, particularly with regard to time. Uh, and, and I'm saying specifically here, or well, time, opportunity, whatever you want. I mean, I, I'm very fortunate because of the kind of stuff that I do that I have a, a lot of control over when I can do it and what I can do and so forth. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world, but I don't always make best use of that time. Right. If I know I can come in anytime, I've got an office, right? I can come here anytime. If I feel like doing something in the middle of the night, I can come here and do it. And that's, there's, there's not really any limitation to that. When you, when you work um, on your own, for lack of a better phrase, it's always there. You, you've talked about this. Sure. And you, this is something you, you, you deal with. Because you've always got more stuff to do, right? I mean, you've got, it seems like every no, time nothing I talk, is ever, you, nothing's ever done. But We're that's nothing. life. That's the way life is. Nothing's ever finished. You can't stress out about, oh, wow, that's not done. That's not done. That's not done. That's not done. Nothing's ever finished. You'll never think... finish everything. You'll be on your deathbed and you won't have stuff to do. That's a myth. I don't think people... Myth. Myth. I don't think most people... I suspect that most people, including me, um, are thinking about that day-to-day, hour-to-hour. I really, really don't. I think this is in the class of things that big, the big super class of things that we think about when we think about it. And then we just don't think about it. It's like your tongue or uh, it's like the elephant that you're now thinking of. There's, you know, again, this this goes back to the priorities thing too. If you sit there and quiz somebody and, and, and get them in a certain state of mind to say, tell me about, you know, do, do you understand that, that time is limited? And do you understand that you only have so many things that you can do let alone do well in a day, we'll say, of course, I'm not a child. Of course, I understand that. I, don't, I think anybody would say that they think about that. Don't, don't you think? Yeah. But... Are you saying ha- that, they, that it's good that they do, that, that they don't? Or you think well, they should? I, I'm going to... Well, I think there's, I'm going to make two observations and you can tell me whether you think this is accurate or not. Okay. I think if you asked most people, they would tell you that they understand that time is valuable. Oh gosh, do I understand time is valuable? I don't have nearly enough time to do what I want. And so I have to prioritize and make sure that I do the right, right? Isn't Isn't that the kind of thing that most people would say? Yeah. Prioritization. Right. Most people would concede that there's limited time, that time is valuable and that, my God, of course, everybody knows they're going to die. Right? Everybody knows that there's going to be work left over. Not in a tangible way, not in the Western world. But if you ask them face to face, if I say to you as an adult, do you know that you will die? I think most people will say yes. Absolutely. I think that, I mean, that's that's hard to disagree with, I think. But then on the other hand, uh, observation number two, have you ever found yourself at 
whatever one minute before you need to leave is, whether that's 4.59 or 6.59 or 9.59 or whatever it is, like whenever you're about to leave, do you feel frustrated that you haven't gotten everything you wanted done? Do you feel um, frustrated that you maybe didn't use your time better during the day? These, it sounds so elementary, but that's why it's important. It's because I, I really believe that those observations are true. I think that most of us see the value of time and think we have too much to do, but we don't observe those limitations and accept those scarcities in a way that changes what we do between the time we're confronted face-to-face at nine in the morning about whether that's a fact that time is limited versus six o'clock when we got to go home or do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I don't think... You can call it mindfulness. Um, you can call it whatever you want. But I mean, it's easy to think about something when you're thinking about it. It's a lot harder to think about it when you're thinking about literally everything else, which is a kind of like Yogi Berra with a master's degree probably. But, but I believe that's <laughs> true. And you would, if, if you, you don't want to spend your whole day sitting, uh, sitting around thinking about limitations and dying, but you also don't want to end every day feeling these privations about what you should be doing. And it happens to me constantly. I, 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 so I, I, I've so actively tried to work on this, including things, as I said in the past, like trying to take off the headphones and shut off the phone. But as soon as I see my house, like that's helped me a lot. I'm not perfect at it. But the last thing in the world I need to be doing while I'm stressed out about work is not allowing a buffer time between work and home, for example, or, or for that matter, between work and whatever. Right. If you want to, if you want to go to your, you know, salsa dance class, like, do you want to be sitting there and thinking about the Henderson report? You know, uh, probably not. And so, I try really hard, and I fail a lot to add a buffer. I try to add at least a half hour before I have to be home, and I fail on this way more days than I succeed at it. But I really try to allow a buffer because the thing is, if I, if I, you know, I, if I allow an hour between when I wrap up work and when I go home, it's still going to be tighter than I think because it takes more time to do everything than you think. But when I, the days I get that right, I feel a lot better. Right. Now, how do I get to the point where I can do something as fancy as have, have a buffer? Well, this is where the scheduling and change part comes in. Like if I know I have to pick my kid up at school at a certain time, that's not an option anymore. It's not even like, it's not even like over the past four, four and a half years where I could just call my wife and say, hey, can I, do you mind if I take another half hour or another three hours? And just because she's awesome, she would say yes. She didn't ask me what I'm doing. She didn't ask me if I'm using my time well. She didn't ask me if I'd used my time well through the day. She's just super cool and tolerant about that and incredibly supportive, for which I will be eternally grateful. And even though I tried to keep in mind that I'm taking any time I take away is sort of borrowed time, I didn't have those limitations. Well, now that I've got to like go pick my kid up or drop her off or, or get her to ballet or soccer or whatever, like I'm becoming more and more aware of needing to have that buffer, needing to finish. And I'm confronted with that face-to-face thing about time limitations. This is all, this is all super elementary stuff. It's just that in my case, if I have all that unlimited time, I might, I might squander it. And even though you're, what do you call it? A corporate stooge? If somebody out there is a corporate stooge. Yeah, we well, get a lot of those in the audience. Corporate stooges end their day sad too. They, that's the only way they know how to end their day. Man, what has That's happened? a good day. A good day is if, if they're only crying. If you're just not just crying, you're not up in the uh, tower with some toilet paper and sandwiches. Yeah. Hmm. The, um. I. I. Uh, I hope that. I, I hope that doesn't sound. This doesn't sound too elementary. But I. I sometimes think these elementary things are at the center of where our our problems come from. I mean, you know, you can go. You can go real nitty gritty on on your life hacks and your tips, but you know. 
it's become very clear to me that on certain on certain days of the week, I actually have four hours to work. Whereas I used four to hours have, in the whole day. That's all you work. Is this like, like the four hour work week thing? Oh God, I have no. But there are some days where, and again, I don't want to get too personal and detailed about this, but where I have I have um, temporal bookends. There's a thing that has to happen in the morning at a certain time, and it will. It's think about it in terms of like almost project management, right? There's a you know, it's a rally, not a race. There's there's this thing that has to happen between this time in the morning. It will never take less time than this amount to get done. And then there's a bunch of there's a bunch of time for me to do whatever with work. And then there's another thing that happens, in this case in the afternoon, that is means the end of the day for me. I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to explain this. It's different every day now. Is it a solid block of hold on, I'm still hung up on this. Is it a solid block of four hours or is it four hours spread across the day? It depends. It depends, right? How do can, I, do I, is that do enough to call? do anything? Absolutely not. Yeah. But I've got to make it work because that's what it is. Because it's more important to me to not have my, my kids standing on the side of the road wondering where I am. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so at least not until she's like eight, then it doesn't matter. She'll be fine. Uh, by then they'll have GPS right built right into the yeah, kid. Who cares? You'll be able to get that. You know, with the true code. Um, I'm not sure exactly where I'm going with this, but the funny thing is, I, I have to be honest, I told my wife this when, when we, you know, okay, my wife has, has decided to go back to work. So she's going back to work part-time, which is awesome because now she has to be a person and stuff. Um, and I'm, I, I love doing this, but the week before I started doing this, I was, I didn't even realize it at first, I was so anxious because I was starting to do these things I'd never done before. Like I didn't have to like think ahead to make lunches. Like I know how to feed her. I know how to play soccer. I know how to read, you know, things on the iPad together. Like I, I know how to do all of that because I'm fun dad. But in addition to having to learn like what the procedure is for school and signing in, putting on sunscreen, washing hands, like all of these things that I've done a couple, three, five times. Like now that's a thing I do. So I was anxious about that. But then to be honest, I was also really anxious. I thought I was anxious about having less time to work. But after a couple of weeks of this, what I realized, I was really anxious about the change. I was really, you know what I mean? It, it, you know, the, the, it, uh, you know I, I can make it work with whatever time I've got. I should be able to make it work with whatever time I've got because that's how life works, as you said, right? I mean, it's, it's uh, if you don't think you've got limited time to do stuff, you're, you're nuts. And in my case, I was so used to having functionally, theoretically, unlimited time to do whatever it is that I just by fiat decided to do that I was really, I think I was really anxious about not having that at my disposal. There was no one that I could call to say, can I have an extra two hours? It just, now I'm, I'm, I really am the dad now. Like that's, now I got to go do that thing. I'm not, again, I'm not complaining because it's been a salutary change. And now on that day where I do have four hours to work, well, four hours is a pretty long time if you use it well. If you've ever had to wait to have your car fixed, you know how long four hours can be. Um, and in my case, that means I've had to get a lot smarter. And to be honest, it means I have to have a lot, even fewer phone calls. I have to have even fewer um, like meetings and lunches and stuff, all of which I enjoy. But now I know that like, if I have that meeting, that means now I don't have a day anymore. That day's gone. Do you know what I, I'm not sure if this is making sense, but I, I know you get this because you, you have a... You, take care of your son, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's in school now, so that, that makes a big difference. So, 
But I think I'm getting a flavor for what's going to be coming in the next, you know, 10 years. Up till now, it's been real wavy gravy. You just, you hang out and do whatever and you have a snack and you go outside or you whatever. But, you know, I never want to be one of those overscheduled families. Turns out, makes your kid less creative. I read that yesterday. Really? But, um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Know. Psychology today, really? You know, anyway. Um, boy, that used to be a good magazine. I read that when I was a kid and now it's, it's just, ugh. It's like, it's like, it's like dig with press releases from journals. But um, I'm not sure where I'm going with this. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm thinking out loud because I'm admitting to myself, I think, that what I was really anxious about was not... In my brain, I wanted to be mad that I didn't have more time to quote-unquote work, which in my case might mean dick around, look at YouTube, post stuff on my blog and do whatever because that's part of the the process. Like That's how I work. I do funny, creative things and I try. And that's part of what I do is reading things and talking to people and stuff. But I think I was really worried about the change. I think that was the part that really made me anxious. So I don't know if that's useful to anybody else, but it's really, it's a very, very different animal to start out thinking you're going to have less time to work and end up realizing what you really fear is having less time to work. And in my case, a fear of an actual real responsibility beyond having to put out a podcast, like having like a, you know, a thing where I really had to go take care of this thing. I know everybody deals with this, you know, but like we don't live in the suburbs. Like we don't have we don't have five minivans and drive around on super highways going to Costco. Like there's there's <laughs> there's streetcars and planning and entropy <laughs> involved in these things. <laughs> but anyway, what's your thought? You know, I think it's a tough problem because you well the one thing that kind of stood out to me from what you were just saying is talking about being one of those families where there's over scheduling. And it always I remember um a number of years ago, there's one family in particular that stood out that it seemed like their kid was constantly booked, constantly. Bo- and I think this is so common yeah. things that, where thing they're constantly booked with activities and, and it's, it's not like the kid's gone all the time. I mean, the parents like go, they would go with them. They would drive them to and from all of these different things. And I think in, in some way that sure the kid likes it, the kid's having fun, but it's the downtime that's important. And maybe for you, and tell me if I'm, if I'm wrong about this, that in, in, in a way, the time that you're spending with your kid now is kind of fits into the sort of creative downtime in a way. Does that, is that accurate? Does that make sense? That's really good. That's really, yeah, I think you're probably right. We talked about vacations and how you, you, I think you're saying you don't aren't so crazy about taking vacations. The, my file card on vacations is this. Um, no matter how long the vacation is, and you know, once, once you've got a kid, a lot of your vacations involve going to a relative's house. So I'm not really sure if that counts as a vacation. Yeah, but no, it does not. The time that the you have away from work in a chunk, um, boy, something I've realized, especially, you know what, since 1995, since I have been on and sometimes off, but mostly on working on my own, it is so hard for me to unhook. Really, really hard to unhook. Um, like when you say unhook, you mean like get out of the mentality of I need to think about the stuff that I do that makes money versus I need to. But, you know, for a lot of people, doing things at work can be a respite from family instead of the other way around. This is why I'm happy for my wife. She finally gets a chance to go be somewhere in an office where she's not going to you know, have to go 
You know what I mean? Like that's it's absolutely true. I think it's the dirty little secret that some people don't like to talk about, but especially for women, it's it's really 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 hard constant grinding work with somebody that you love, but it is hard constant grinding work. And like especially for the first year, I think anybody who's had kids will probably see this. You don't you don't you don't get to have so many conversations with adults. Like what, a play group? You know, you're going to sit sit and talk about like yeah. who makes the best bottles or whatever. Like it's really, you. I think especially the women I've known, like you reach a certain point where you're like, I am really ready to go somewhere and have a glass of wine and, and not talk about, um, you know, diapers and weaning. Like, you know what I mean? You, there's a certain point and I've felt this way very much. Yeah. Well, less, less so than my wife, but I felt this way at one point where I was like, I don't even know how to deal with people anymore. We, I took some time off from quote unquote work when my kid was born and, you know, boy, I, I just felt crazy. I, you just did, you don't sleep. You're just, you, I felt completely upside down and I'm somebody who needs a certain amount of sleep to function. But, but, you know, even once we got past that, whatever, 14 weeks or however long the craziness was craziest for us, even then it was like, you know, like we can't just go like, can't just go places. We don't just go to movies. You know, when our friends are like, I mean, somebody DM me yesterday and was like, hey, I'm in town tonight. Do you want to hang out? And I, I just, there's no way that I could, I could laugh loudly enough at what a sweet thing that is to say. Because <laughs> that just doesn't happen. Yeah. And you don't get that much time to interact with, with grownups and stuff like that. But um, as far as the unhooking part, well, first of all, I really like the stuff that I do. I don't make any secret of that. If I didn't like the stuff that I was making, Corporate I would be stooge. doing... Well, that's not fair. No, it's but not. I know. You're just kidding. I know. But but I um but I would not be doing stuff that I do if I didn't like it. I, I will very rarely announce when I'm not doing something anymore. And I will very rarely explain it because nobody nobody needs to know. I don't think. You, there's just way too much explaining on the internet. It's incredibly tedious. And uh, if I think something's, for whatever reason, not a thing I want to do anymore, I just won't do it anymore. I'm so grateful that that's the case. And I'm really grateful that, that people like it. But like you said whether you're Dan or a corporate stooge or whatever, man, there's always more stuff you can do, be doing. I mean, uh, on, the, on the good side of that, there's always more cool stuff you could be starting. There's more, you know, as David Allen would call it, a look into project. Like something I could be saying, like, is this something neat that I could be looking at? Can I be dipping my toe into this thing without full commitment over there? Well, God, that's, that's a great problem to have. But most people don't have that problem because they're entire mired, entirely mired down in the inboxness of their life. The, in, the inboxness of their life is what is killing them and is making their heart die a little faster than it should is the constant need to keep up with whatever, again, as David Allen says, is latest and loudest. And I think for what, no matter where you are on that continuum, the idea of shutting everything down and getting on a plane or getting in a car and going somewhere is <laughs> about the last thing in the world that you want to do. Ironically enough. Because right at the time you are maybe most stressed out, what could be more stressful than having to go on vacation? <laughs> having a plan, right? Yeah. So much involved. And then you get the stress of maybe traveling with kids. All I was trying to get at is if, if I do that, I remember one case in particular, we, our family all chipped in and got a, rented a, a house in uh, Massachusetts near where my wife's family lives. And um, I was useless. The, the whole trip. I was useless. I was a total dick because I went there and I was trying to still trying to do my own thing. It was at a point when 43 folders were starting to really pick up. And like a lot of people, all I really need is a text editor and SFTP to do anything. Yeah. I need, I need, a, I need a connection, not SFTP exclusively, but I mean, if I've got a web browser 
and something to type on, I can and should do work. Back in the days when I had to moderate comments, I mean, there's a lot of reasons I stopped having comments on my site. Uh, and they're all awesome reasons. <laughs> I mean, just ha- back in the day when I have to monitor spam all the time that I'm sitting there, like waiting for my kid's ice cream cone to arrive, I'm, I'm sitting there going like, is there Viagra spam on my site? It, it was totally crazy making, let alone, is there like an advertiser that wants, you know what I mean? It's just this, your mind, my mind would race with all of this stuff. And so it was around that time, after three or four of those experiences, that I realized it takes me two to three days to quote unquote go on vacation. A one day vacation is not a vacation for me because I, it's not in the window of unhooking. I, I, I guess I put it differently. I will unhook the number of days of the vacation minus two. That's how long it takes me. I really only ever enjoy two days of vacation. And just in, in that one instance, I think I've told this story before, but this is so embarrassing. I had, uh, I think I had a trio at the time, either a trio or a... Is that a euphemism? I had some kind of, I had some kind of a, you know, smartphone, early smartphone. And um, I've told you this, there was this one lawn chair in the middle of the yard where we could get sprint reception. <laughs> so like we I kept this one lawn because we knew this was the entire like within like an eighth of a mile, this is the only place that a phone would work. But we discovered that the people across the street from where we were staying had an open Linksys that was really, really, really weak. (laughs) So if I wanted to be in the quote unquote vacation house, I would have to stand on the couch and hold my (laughs) smartphone at a certain angle to be able to check my email. Uh Or I could just say to my uh, family, "Um, I'm going to go, you know, I don't know, buy something uh, (laughs) and go outside. And I would, and these people were out of town at the time. It was their vacation house, the Linksys people. And I would sit by their sliding glass door and use the internet on my phone. Now, you know, (laughs) that's, um, that's not cool. That's real (laughs) stupid on a, on a lot of levels. Like you're either going to do it or you're not. And I should have done it. The, The super roundabout point I'm trying to make is when I do finally unhook and I have those buffers, I guess you could call it a buffer in that instance as well. I have so much more fun. Like this morning, you know, now that we're doing the show at eight, it's a little stressful for me. Because, we can change that. Mm, okay, that would be awesome. But <laughs> I was just kidding. I, th- I never thought you would say yes. No, me neither. But the uh, but but I got up got up five because there was stuff I had to do and getting ready for school and stuff. And luckily, I didn't have much role today because today's the work day. And um, but but you know, I was a little stressed out. Like I really I want to get to work. I want to go. Our sponsor will talk about it in a second. I had some stuff to do for that and. Um, but then my daughter woke up and I made her milk and I read her two books and I felt so much better because I was like, you know what? She wants, she wants me to read this, uh, this, this book that we love. And uh, I felt so much better. I'm still tired, yeah, but um, I'm a little less of a dick because I, I really, that, that experience of saying, wait a minute, dumbass, this is what you're working for. Sit down like a gentleman and read your daughter who is at the greatest point that she will ever be in her entire life because she likes you. Sit down. She's not going to ask me to read her a book in three years, probably. I don't know. Certainly not in 10 years. I'll be on the shot. I'll be on the, uh, the porch with a shotgun at that point. But anyway, I, I guess, I guess the, to round out just this one arc, um, mm-hmm. I think these, the limitations that get visited upon us can be very creative they can make us creative. They can certainly make us stressed out. But acknowledging that there are always those kinds of limitations is not a bad idea. In my case, in a way that I'm actually, I don't want to sound defensive or weird about it, but I'm really, I'm glad about this because I think it's making me a little better. I don't need 50 hours a week to do what I do. That's bananas. If I can't do what I do in a smaller amount of time, more than four hours a week, certainly. But like, if I can't figure out how to make it work in that amount of time, then I need to change my job. 
that's the that this is this is your life, guys. If you can't do everything you need to do in that amount of time without being stressed out, you have to change what you do. Unless you want that other part of the pie graph to suffer. And like that 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 pie is going to go bad pretty fast and it's the job is going to become even less fun once the good part of your pie dies. Yeah. Mix a metaphor. It's pretty good. Um well, so let's come back to that. Uh, we got two more, two more sponsors, and we're over an hour in. Wow, 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 wow! wow, wow. A lot of, lot of stuff to cover today. You know, it's, this is what happens when you talk about OCD for two episodes in a row. Hmm. You think we should have done more? Let's go. Let's go. Let's do that again. Let's make that like a like a quarterly thing. Quarterly thing. Talk about exactly quarterly. Exactly. OCD. Exactly ninety days. I want it exactly. Okay. Show me all the blueprints. Hey, have you heard about this? Uh, this Igloo software. You heard this about is this? a very. We got to tell them about what we're talking about. Yeah, we gotta really tell them what we're talking about. First of all, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna toot out this uh, this link. Hey, give them the F's and B's while I toot this out. The F's and B's. You oh mean the, like what? It, oh, facts and what is it? Be? Oh God. What is it? Be? Sorry, I apologize. That was my forehead. Features and benefits. Oh, features and I thought it was facts and something uh. Bluetooth. God, you just you grind me down. Look, right. You're like a like a grinding stone. So here's the here's the read. Igloo, this is a what is it? It's your digital workplace. All right. So what does this mean? You can give updates. You can have discussions. You can share files. You can do all of this. And you can do it in one place instead of having to go and get some. Well, we've got a web application for this, and we've got another one for this other thing, and now there's this one, but they're having me. No, it's all one thing. It's all in one place, and the way that it's set up is you can have multiple departments using it. You can have different levels. It has everything. They've thought of everything. All of these services that you want to use, they brought them together in one place and they've made them really awesome and they've made them totally interactive. And this is what's really and. cool. They have things like built-in content moderation, Merlin. They let oh, you they collaborate on documents. Do. They've got all the ways that you want to interact with, with your organization. Secure, whatever. Merlin. SSL. Yeah. SSL. A really, SSNL. SSL. Huh. Uh, you know, th- there's these lightweight ways that we like to work together. When we're on a team and have our own choices about these things, you know, and if it's, if it's two, uh, two people in a coffee shop, you know, and, uh, and they're the Git and the Rails and mm-hmm. the <laughs> Jello pudding pop, like that's easy enough, right? You just talk to, you yell at each other over lattes like idiots. But, but as you grow, you need to have more lightweight tools at your disposal. I'm sorry, more of good lightweight tools at your disposal. And that's, that's, I think that's what you're looking at with Igloo. Now, here's the thing. Um, I've been spending more time with this. Marco with a K at Igloo has been spending a lot of time with this to create a something... A lot of time. ...mind-blowing. Please go to backtowork.igloocommunities.com. That's in show notes. And I just tutored on the tutor. Um, and you can see the, the kind of thing that you can do for your team. <laughs> this is completely This is really bananas. cool. This is it's crazy. This is really that, crazy. I don't know what I don't know what went into this. I don't understand how this happened. They must have stronger coffee in Canada. Because Marco set this up for us, Marco with a K. And so we've got our own community now um, that you guys really can go cool. and play with. You can register. Uh, we have the makings of a wiki. I don't think this will obviate the 5x5 five five wiki, but just to show you what we can do, Marco has apparently entered in. He, I don't know if he scraped the wiki from 5x5. Five five. He's put in every episode as a separate page in the wiki. That's great. We are going to go in, and the notion here is we, with your help, especially if you want to go in and sign up and join us on this community, you'll be able to go in and enter your own um, things, like, you know, <laughs> hopefully useful things. But uh, we want to get through things like the genesis of uh, Out There on Briar, Am I Wrong, Sigourney Weaver. It's a contract way of the future. Show me on the blueprints. We're going to try and capture all that here. Um, 
just to show you the kind of stuff that you can do, the way that you can leave messages, there's a new section, there's a calendar. Did you see Marco has already pre-populated the calendar yeah, for future episodes of the show? <laughs> now, why is this neat? Because a lot of times when you go and look at a, a site like this, you go, oh, I see Fs and Bs. But in this case, I think you can, you can, like I said, you can sign up and try this and play with it yourself. I'm not sure exactly how many privileges you get. You can either be a, um, <laughs> what, are, what are the terms? There's, a, there's the jackals. You can sign up and be a jackal. The jackal. Or uh, you can be the host, which is like uh, me and you. Look at that. Yeah. Janice is in there. Janice says there's cake in the conference room. Um, <laughs> but you'll get the idea pretty quickly. It's nice to see something with real content. We're going to add some more stuff to this. But we would encourage you to go in and sign up for this. Uh, Mark with a K has made it so that you can go up and sign up. Back to work.igloocommunities.com. And, uh, and we hope you'll, you'll try this out for your own group because it's a pretty good deal. Tell them what the deal is, Dan. Oh, okay. Hold on. I got to get the, I believe it is. Up. I believe it's... It is, uh, what, you get 25 ahead. seats, 25 seats? Yeah, you, well, you can get up to 25 seats. It's 99 bucks a month for up to 25 people, which is really, really affordable. If you think about that, that's everybody. That's like a whole company. Right. How much you can pay on for, for one person's cell phone? I've been really frustrated signing up for services in the past where, like, just for me and two other people, it's just, you know, $25, $25, $25. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I really seriously, for a small to medium-sized team, I don't know if this is going to work for like GE, but for a small to medium-sized team, I would really encourage you to look at this. If nothing else, please go and play around on our site and have a look. And uh, I think, did he put a link here for where to sign up on here? You go to igloosoftware.com slash B2W is the main thing to sign up. But for our for our thing, I think you just go to backtowork.igloocommunities.com and, and... Exactly. And check it out. And you check it out. But it's in the show notes. Yeah, it's in the show notes. But it's really cool. And like, uh, you know, I do that other podcast with John Roderick. Yeah, just and click like, the, there's a little join now link over there. And that's oh, all there you're going to do. Okay. It's right on the right, the little plus. And look at that link. So, so, you know, this is, I don't know. Again, this is the kind of thing where you used to have to go get like some crazy open source software thing and you got to go open up, not crazy, but you know, again, I'm always thinking of like PHP Nuke. Like you've got to go, you got to get a shared account. You got to load all this stuff up. I mean, it, it, you know, like some of our other sponsors we, we like a lot. One of the great things here, you don't need to go run a bunch of stuff yourself. It's all in here. And again, the great part, you don't have to use any of this. If all you want to use is the calendar, you can just turn on the calendar. If all you want is shared documents and commenting on that, you can flip that on and off. You can go in and configure this. Um, you can share things with just one group and not another. Or you can share with all the group. This wiki page could be visible to these people. Here's who can comment on that. Right? And if you don't want to set all that up, don't worry about it. Set up as much as you want, as much as you need. Make it maintainable. Um, I've been having a, a blast playing with this, and I really hope people will look at it. Back to work.igloocommunities.com. It's in show notes. And uh, I don't know. I think it's really fun. Check it out. They're a good company. They're good people. You know they're in Canada. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that. Did you hold that against them at all? Well, it's not their fault. I mean, I guess it's their fault that they're staying there, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you can't... Uh, you can, you can uh, pick your nose and your friends, but you can't pick your uh, country of origin with a U in it. Origin. It's never funny. Uh, anything else to talk about here? I think this is well, so A lot cool. of people anybody, have joined... I don't know if you're... signing up? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five... I get like a dozen people in the last two minutes. Sweet Maui onion. Wow. Wow, wow, look at them go. Dented, dented meat is among them. Oh, Dent. Thanks, Dante. Uh, so anyway, please go to, last time, give it to him. It's uh, backtowork.igloocommunities.com. And we're very grateful uh, to Igloo Software for supporting 5x5 and Back to Work. Can I say something here? Yeah, Can I be ahead. honest with you? Because mm-hmm. I want to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, it's really, it's really a nice neat. change. Mm, it's really neat when a sponsor does stuff like this. It's, it's very attractive would I you would say this Dan. is a requirement that we'll have for all sponsors going forward? 
I like to think that it is a really, a really serious competition at this point for who is going to be <laughs> three of our sponsors that I can think of at doing like amazing stuff. I'm telling you the landing page they made. I don't want to, I don't want to screw up our metrics by pointing to the Roderick on the line page, but the, you saw that. He went in and made custom art for it. Marco with a K did all of that. Anyway, they're a good company. And you know what? It's nice to work with a good company. That's true. This is going to be all about elementary things, Dan. Okay. Elementary. <sighs> I um I get really frustrated with the with the limitations and constraints sometimes. It drives me crazy, especially because in and I'm just just can I be honest? Because I want to be <laughs> it does take me a certain amount of time to ramp up. I'm trying I'm always trying to make it a shorter amount of time. There's this episode of the honeymooners. Um, you know, from the fifties or whatever. It's a very, but there's this one scene I always think of and it's, uh, Ralph is, um, going to be on name that tune. And so, you know, he, he wants to practice. So he brings, um, Norton over All right. and Norton's a really, you know, our, our Carney is actually a really good piano player. And so he has Norton playing him like dozens and dozens of, of different songs. To you know, to get him good at name that tune, yeah, so and then you, you know, bone up for it, as you would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and he's he gets really, really, really good at it. So and he actually does pretty well on name that tune. But the funny part of it is that Norton has this tick where he can play any song, but he can't play it until he's first played this little intro part, and it's something like. And then he'll play like Embraceable You or whatever. Right, right. And of course, the irony is that I think it's, it's you know, I Dream of Genie with the light brown hair that Ralph doesn't recognize as right. the final song because he doesn't know what it is. But it's, it frustra- it's very frustrating to Ralph because even though he's getting all his help from Norton, he's a great piano player, he can't play a song until he does this ritualistic tick at the beginning. You know what I mean? And that is... Uh, God, I saw that when I was a kid, but I still think about that all the time because that's how I feel. I sometimes feel like I have to play this little like eight major vamp before I can get into the song every day. You know, and so for me, that's I try to ritualize a little bit of that to, to make it into an actual thing. Otherwise, I'll just wander around. I've recently discovered metadata sites. What does that mean exactly? Mm. Metadata sites. Music brains... Um, the, the TV, is it called the TV DB? Have you ever been there? I don't know what you're talking about yet. The TV uh, the movie So if you go to the TV, no, 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 no. The TV and do a search, it will give you the canonical name of a movie. Uh, excuse me, of a TV show. If you go to the movie it will give you the canonical name of you know, of a movie or a TV show, there's actually there's a comic DB, which kind of works like that. Music Brains, you can go in and find the exact naming. So if you want to go and get all your metadata in iTunes exactly right, you are so sorry I'm telling you about this. But if you go and sign up at this Music Brains, you can go in and you can like normalize the metadata. You can run this little OS ten app, in my case, that will normalize metadata on stuff. And I'll tell you, man, if I don't know what my ritualistic tick is going to be that morning, it's very likely that I will end up on a site like that. Because it's incredibly engrossing. And right at the time of day, when my brain is casting about for something to, as I like to say, get the hook in, that's the kind of thing that can take my day away. And 
And so instead, in my case now, I've tried to have this ritual. I mean, it sounds silly, but I think everybody does this. I, I Frankly, I think email is like this for a lot of people. Like everybody's got to get in and check email first thing in the morning. So the first thing you do, like at, for me, the most creative time of day is the earlier, like the earlier, the better in terms of getting anything creative accomplished. So the, for me, the idea of coming into work and sitting down and looking at email, I mean... It's, it would be like doing like long division or trying to memorize the models of, of tires. It's like it would be the worst thing in the world for me. Because, you know, if I go and check that inbox writ large, I'm going to collect lots of information and I'm going to gather lots of new expectations. Right? But really, what your inbox is going to be where you find out what people expect of you. So I'm generating new work before I've done any work. Yes, I understand. You have a job. You are, as Dan likes to say, a corporate stooge. Like you've got, we've got to stop saying that. But like, if you, I understand you have to go find out what's going on. You know, I employ a lot of things like the Google uh, Gmail's important inbox. I've used things like a Wayfind. The new VIP feature in uh, mail, mail on the phone is terrific. You know, there's, there's ways to hack around that. Yeah. But for me, that would, that would sap the most creative time of day for me. And in my own case, if I go... I think it's Music Brains. I think that's what it's called. If I go to Music Brains, like the most creative time of day for me is going to be dedicated to normalizing the metadata on 25 Got It By Voices records. I got this new thing I want to tell people about called iFlix. I mentioned this before, but I want to mention it specifically because it's one of the greatest things ever. But this will be a rat hole. I'm just going to mention this quickly. The ultimate iFlix. movie organizer. Oh my God. I-F-L-I-C-K-S. Um, Ooh, and wow. what this does is it's the first one I found that will let you add metadata to a movie or TV show in place. Like you don't have to re-encode it. So first of all, it's really cool. So if you just want to take an MP, MP4, is that what it's called? It, and, uh, and just add metadata to it, it'll pull that down from the moviedb.com. And you should try it, Dan. You drop, drop something on there and it will uh, pull in all the metadata. Now, if you buy everything off iTunes, like you've got that anyway... But if for the sake of argument, you got um, uh, an out-of-copyright nature documentary uh, from the early 20s in the MKV format, you could drop it into iFlix and it can cre- it'll create a wrapper around that MKV that'll let it run on an Apple TV. So from I- what you're describing, it, this it's sounds mad- really, really cool, but the, the website itself is it's, um, it's causing... It's, iFlixApp.com. Oh, that's different. iFlixApp.com. Yeah. Your video iFlix, and iTunes. Your I-F-L-I-X. I-F... Mm, I'm going to send it to you on the robot. All right. Okay, so, so the good part of this is, first of all, I've, every, every person I've told about this, like their jaw drops because this is a problem that's, that a lot of us have, have tried to solve is this metadata problem. But also, more importantly... <laughs> this is such a derail, but it's a great derail. But also, what do we do if we have something that's fallen off the back of the truck that we'd like to watch on Apple TV? And this makes a wrapper around it. It makes, a, I guess, a, a QuickTime wrapper that will allow, not AVIs, but MKVs and some other formats to run. Oh, this thing looks great. Oh, you're welcome. And this is where I learned about the moviedb.org and the tvdb.com. And that's where my day can go. So now that I've sent you down that rat hole for the rest of your day... Hmm. For me, uh, that does mean getting that hook in early. But it, it's, and sometimes I will cheat. Sometimes I will do something like have a timer to tell me, hey, you know, you've got to be out of here at this time today. You know what I mean? Or this other thing has to happen at this time today. But what it's really making me do is become hyper aware of how few good things I can get done in a day, which sounds depressing, but is actually really illuminating. And I don't know. It's been good for me. If I have if I have unlimited time, I will try to do unlimited things. Or I will do nothing. Because it doesn't matter. 
that to the time just feels like a giant, you know, black box. Human beings are terrible at estimating how long it takes to do anything. And we're terrible, terrible at about having any cognition uh, about how we commit to something, especially there's, turns out there's data about this, but you, but how you commit to things in the future, uh, rarely has any basis in, in how much time you actually have to do anything. And I realize this every Thursday when I see how many phone calls I've <laughs> stacked up to you do. do. You, Thursday is your call day. It is, but now increasingly it's got a Thursday's my short day now. So that means I can't have as many calls. So you remember every six weeks? Well, every six weeks is now turning into like every three months because otherwise I will literally have phone calls all day every Thursday. And that's something I choose to do just because I like to do it. But, you know, then, then what do I not do as a result of that? If I know I've only got those four hours, and if I account for the fact that, speaking of rappers, like, there's a rapper, there's an implicit rapper for everything we do. Like there's a interstitial R&B time. kind of? You mean like a hip-hop rapper? Yeah, like a hip-hop rap, yeah, it's rapper. All, all, rap, all, all rapping, no presence. All right. But, uh, but, you know, think about why it is. You think about that Paul Graham essay on manager time, you know, uh, developer time, that, that famous post of his that we should put in notes. You know, the managers tend to think of their day in like one hour chunks, but developers tend to think in half days and full days, right? Because it's, it's so jarring to have to stop doing what you're doing and then come back into what you're doing, right? You want a, like an in, uninterrupted block of time to work on stuff, yes? This is the one, uh, maker schedule, manager that's, schedule. That's the one. Got it. Yeah. But is that, and I think you said before that, that that's pretty accurate in your experience, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, if you're sitting in one room holding court, <laughs> I'm so nice to managers. Yeah. If you're sitting there holding court and waiting to find out what your job is, and a stream of people come in and tell you what they're doing, and you can feel competent and nod and, and order strange things, well, that's, that's pretty easy for you. There's not that much wrapping to that. But if somebody else has to leave their little Rails, program they gotta close their ide and go go wait because now your meetings were running late you know the rapper i'm talking about here is that there is a buffer on both sides implicit in everything we do there's changing gear time like even a phone call like you know what i mean it's 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 very it would be very rare for me to have a successful day in which i hang up the phone and immediately pick it up again and talk to someone else if i don't have 20 minutes after a call that 20 minutes after a call for me is the most critical part of the call because that's when i actually do something about what we just talked about I don't understand people who have phone calls all day long and then don't have any time to do anything with that. That to me is the, is the, um, is the, you know, toxic twin of like checking email in the morning when you don't have time to do anything about it. You know what I mean? Like after I get off a phone call, I had a phone call with Ryan yesterday for like an hour and 10 minutes. I had like 11 things to do when we were done and I did them. I didn't go start another thing because for my case, there's no better time for me to do the things we talked about on the call rather than right then, right? I sent you that thing. I sent him a couple things. I put some things on the calendar, right? I booked their spots for the next month, all, all those kinds of things. If I don't do that, then like when in the hell am I going to do that? So that's time I built in and it's work. It really is. Obviously, it's part of the, the job in that instance. But again, these, we, we, we blow off all these buffers because either it doesn't seem like work or we're too busy or whatever. And you get into that email nonsense where you're just sitting there and churning crap around all day long. Well, what are you doing with all of that stuff? I mean, anybody, you can get a shell script to take care of your email for you. I mean, what are you going to do? Because all those things that you do mean other things you can't do. This is the greatest hits of Merlin's stuff, but I don't know. I guess I, I have to relearn this for myself all the time. You know, the, having the freedom to do the work I'd like to do in the way I'd like to do it 
does not mean that I have any less of a need to do it in a responsible way mm-hmm. and to turn away things that I don't have the time, inclination, or you know, quality to do, right? And that does make you fancy. Like in my case, I, I don't take that many speaking gigs anymore because I, it's a huge amount of time to prep for that and then go to that and then come back from that. I got to reschedule with you. I got to not be there to pick the kid up at school. Like it's very, it's, it's disruptive. I don't know how people, I don't know how people have regular jobs. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel like I've got so much flexibility in my life and I'd still find it completely... You mean like corp- corporate after. jobs? <laughs> I mean like... <laughs> the Germans call it stooge working. Oh. That's so mean, Dan. Why did you start saying that? <sighs> Just repeating something I heard. It's going long. It's going long. But um, We still have a third sponsor, dude. But it's good. It's good, it's good to have these things. The sponsors? Because the reality is, the reality is that if, if I'm, I'm speaking to myself and thinking out loud to myself here, but the reality is if I don't accept that on an ongoing basis, I'm not only going to be stressed out. I'm not only going to be not enjoying work or home. Um, I'm not only going to be doing less, but maybe most importantly in the equation for this particular program, I'm not going to be doing that much great stuff. Because I'm going to allow that, that stress and that anxiety to multiply. I'm going to turn away cool stuff. Or like, like a doofus, I'm going to accept everything and go, sure, I'll be happy to have a five-hour conference call or whatever. <laughs> right? And now I'm going to be stressed out. If I, if I want to go and read <laughs> Astonishing X-Men Number 1 Gifted by Josh Wheaton with my daughter, like, I, I'm not going to have time to do that. And yeah. I'm going to be bummed. And I'm not going to enjoy the Wheaton. You're talking about something you like? I, I can do that. Is yeah. it time? It is time. I'm excited about this. I like the sponsor. Tell me about me it. Me too. I'm excited too. Shutterstock.com. Over 20 million. Is that million with an M? Lowercase M. Stock photos, vectors, illustrations, video clips. This is the thing. You, you see all these reused, awful, sort of corporate stoogy images that are out there all the time. And you're building, you're building a <laughs> website. Maybe you're building an iOS app and you want to have an image in it. You know, maybe you have a product, maybe you have a presentation and you're looking for something funny to put in there. Like I remember, remember Playgrounder? I love Playgrounder. Remember that thing? I've complimented you on that so many times. I love Playgrounder. You made a site, an extremely well-faceted Don't make it about me. It's ex- it was an extremely well-faceted site, which is very hard to do, for going in and saying, I have a kid this age and I want this kind of toy. Like, that's a lot of, what they call them, left joins? Is that a lot of left joins? Did a lot of joins. Yeah. And you made it was beautiful. And you had, uh, so were you looking for art for that, that pretty header you had? Well, you know, we, you, would do, you would find the artwork there. Or like when a holiday would come around, we'd want to send out a holiday message or something like that, right? Well, I always thought, well, I'll do a little. And you, so you go, I'd go to a site, shutterstock.com, it has this kind of thing. You know, if you're blogging and you want to, you want to, you're writing a blog piece and in your mind, you're thinking, well, this is something people would really like. You want an image to go along with. There are so many reasons, but that's enough about the reasons. Let me tell you what they do. That's really cool. You can just go in there. You can buy, they have these image packs you can buy. They have monthly subscriptions. If you're doing this a lot, whatever fits your need, you don't have to compromise. You need just one image, buy one image. And this is what's cool. You download at whatever you're, you're getting. Mostly people think of them as images, but like I said, they got video clips, they got illustrations, they got vectors. But whatever it is, when you go there and you get an image, you can get it in any size. And you just pay one price. Oh, well, it's more for can the HD version. Can you come back version. and get it later? Can you come back and get it later you can. if you need it? Of course. You don't have to. Ugh. Your hard drive dies. You didn't use iCloud. You don't you have Dropbox. Don't, don't just re-download over. it. I'm moving over there. That's you, it. You can, you can print stuff for your swag at the trade shows. Tote bag. Tote bag. Whatever you need. They got all this stuff. They got 24-hour support. 
and you don't need a credit card. You just go there, you sign up. When you're looking around, you find stuff you like, you just chuck it in this light box thing and you can buy whatever you want out of that. 30% off with a special code, back to work nine, spelled out back to work and then the number nine. Primrose That's the code path. that you need. 30% off any package that you like. Shutterstock.com. And can the host back use that, Dan? Are the host allowed to use that? Yes, of course. Use that. I'm going to utilize that. Do you consider yourself a host? Mm, well, I mean, I have a lot of bacteria, that's for sure. You should see under this desk. <laughs> Did I tell you about my desk, where I got my desk? It's just a door on some cinder blocks. Cinder blocks. Our thanks to... Uh, Shutterstock.com. <sighs> First morning, 5 by 5 and back to work. You know, I stole it from my college cafeteria. I told you that, right? And you got it up into that crummy office? My third, my third year in college, I was—I told you this—I was dissatisfied with my desk, so I went into Hamilton Center and stole a desk. It still says it under here. It's got spray paint. It's from Hamilton Center. Yeah, the titular Hamilton. Huh. Yep. I, uh, you know me, I'm, I don't do the fud. You know, I don't do fud. Our Fear, don't like uncertainty, do fud. and doubt. Right, but the spot's over, so I'll just say, I, 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 I from another service a few years ago, I got a. <laughs> everybody's disappointing me this week. I, um, I got. I, whatever you call it, license, bot, whatever, like uh, a piece of art that is important to one of my programs. And I went in to go and get, you know, a fresh copy of it because I couldn't find the original higher res copy. <laughs> and I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it? Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't I had to go, it. I had to go buy more credits to be able to, to get uh, the image again. The worst. So, I, you know, bad on me, you know? I, yeah, I don't that know is bad on you. But you kind of, you got fooled. I got fooled, fooled me once. Shame on, shame on... PayPal credits. Right. Uh, people, Dan. Um, this is a weird show. Is this, a, is this a weird one? It's kind of a weird one, isn't you're, it? Yeah, you're weird. You're weird. You're the one who's weird. You're the one who's weird. One thirty. You make your shows weird. We're doing a short Syracuse length here. Yeah, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have good sponsors. You know that? Fairly good. Adequate. Stages. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? You, you didn't talk much. I didn't let you talk. Were you looking at comics? No, actually, tonight, today, no. You know, I, I read a lot of comics these days. Like well, a like, lot, like a lot of comics. What's a lot to you? Well, a lot to me, yeah. Like a lot to me. No, I read what comics. is a lot? What is a lot to you? Define a lot. What do you mean? Well, it's a lot in the sense that I didn't read any comics until very recently, and now I read comics every day. It feels like not long ago you were asking me, like, what Wolverine was, and now you're... Well, there's that funny picture. We'll find that funny picture, but what the whole thing started... Um, when I bought something I think is out of print now, but it's the best, which is that X-Men Omnibus. And it's not that best of that crappy black and white thing. Uh, this is that giant, you've seen that giant book I've got that's got X-Men, um, giant size X-Men number one on the cover. But it's just like, it's like dozens and dozens. It's years and years and years of X-Men. I almost bought that book. for you, giant size X-Men number one. Oh my God. They had it here locally. <gasps> What's the condition? Was, it was, I mean, it was probably it. like very fine. I, I don't care. It, it could be covered with hobo urine and I'd love it. It was, it was pricey. Yeah. Was it, was it slabbed? No, no, no. One slabbed up. Just sitting around. Sitting around. Well, they had it in a Mylar. Mm. God, I want it so much. Um, I almost bought it for you. I should have bought it. I'll say, I'll put up, I'll put up a funny picture. What's 500 data? bucks for a friend? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. What kind of work does he do? He does, he does a show. He only works four hours a day. Here's the thing. I have now encountered people. I'm going to say this one time. I've right. now encountered people who make fun of me and they all say exactly the same thing. I went out, went out for some, uh, some beverages with friends the other night and everybody, everybody said the same thing. What? 
for, well, first of all, like, why are you such a dick? But they, no, they said, they said, no, <laughs> that's really. how they introduce themselves to you. Yeah. People I've been friends with for years. They're still <laughs> catching up. And they say, you know, it's pretty weird. Like, I was comics. Like, what is up with that? Right. But occasionally, what, somebody like my friend Grant Shellen said the other night, he said, okay, look, I'm not into comics, but I think I might enjoy it. What do you recommend? Is it of the things that you've read in your, in your, mild insanity over the last six months, what is there one thing that you recommend? And I'd like you to be thinking about this while I'm thinking about this. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this because I want, I want to put a stake in the ground because it's, I'm going to say there's one comic book that has stood out above all the others for me. I'm not going to argue about this because I don't argue on the internet, but this is based on suggestions from people after I finished the classic X-Men arc, Astonishing X-Men Volume 1 Gifted. If you only want to go pick up one superhero comic to see why I'm excited about comics, I'm going to say Astonishing X-Men number one. Now, there, there are probably better comics, like, but I'm not going to send you straight into God Loves, Man Kills because it's going to depress you. But I'm just saying, like, in my case, if you're interested in like, becoming sad like me and reading comics while your daughter sleeps at night, um, I'm going to say Astonishing X-Men Volume 1, written by Josh Wheaton. Do, do you have a suggestion to people, Dan? For superhero books? Not for anything. You could also talk about your... Uh, uh, w- There's only one comic Sempra. I care about anymore. I, re- I, read, I read Batman, the current Batman. It's always good. Uh, I like the old stuff, too. But for somebody for who's, who, who's But here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to make it easy for you. Yeah. I'm going to make it easy. And I'm, I like to focus on... You've gone back in time, and you've, you've been playing a lot of catch-up. And I really respect that, because you're reading what... Thank you. ...essentially are, are modern-day classics. I'm not saying that in a joking way. I mean it... You're reading the great stuff and you're, but it's the Talmud of Claremont. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> you got me. I uh, am reading a comic book, but I like the current stuff. I like the current stuff. And I think there, there are two books out there. Uh, in addition to, you know, if you want, if you want sort of the superhero thing, I mean, I, I think, I don't think there's anything better being written right now than uh snyder's uh batman i mean that's really but i mean i'm a big i'm a big fan of that uh you know that the the scott snyder's just he's so good anything he does is is just so good uh so i mean i'll read i'll read anything he does but connecting with him again american vampire um for me that as far as current comics go Raphael Albuquerque doing the artwork on that is just, it's, that's the perfect match. It's the best book that's out there right now. I, and I've said this it's before. It's real grown up looking. It doesn't matter if you don't like Americans or vampires. This is just, the writing is so good. The art is so good. You will, you will love this. You can get the trade paperbacks. I'll put them in uh, the show notes. You know, you can pick the thing up and you can get caught up to current. And that's that's the one book I look forward to buying. I mean, I read the other stuff, but that one is is number one on my list. And, um, you know, and so that's my recommendation for current. But I like current. I like to see what people are doing today. I like the, te- the, the artwork that's coming out today. I think the artwork you'll find today, especially like in the Vertigo imprint and, and the independent stuff, mm-hmm. is just you can't touch it. There's never been art like this. I mean, yeah, Jim Lee... Uh, and and the work that he did in in you know in Batman in the past, of course, but current that's pff, forget it, forget it. American Vampire. I'm, yeah, and I'm blown away by how different the styles are. Like I was just reading, um, what is it? It's um, oh, it's it's the it's after Hope Summers is born and Cable is you know taking yeah. care of her, and in the TPB it goes through all these different you know 
books, all these different, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's some X-Force. It's like, like the little X-Men, the young X-Men. And what's so crazy about it is like from story, it's almost schizophrenic because the style of characters, it's the same characters in the same arc, but they're drawn so differently. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but I, I'm, de- I'm definitely developing a, an appreciation for what you're talking about. As somebody who was spending like months just reading um, Claremont and Byrne X-Men, like it was a little jarring for me to open something like, even like Astonishing X-Men, let alone something like Marvel Girl, the new crazy looking Marvel Girl. But I'm with you. And you know what? I, also, you know what? That's enough. I'm going to give one piece of advice. And this is a piece of advice that everybody's given me. It's what you've given me. And it finally has taken me this long. And the reason I mentioned that one comic, I could have said, go back and go read X-Men number one, if you understand that. Oh, but you also got to read Iron Fist 15 to really understand Dark yeah. Phoenix. Really? No. Here's my advice. Yes. Go find one comic you like. Here's my other piece of advice that I'm finally taking myself. I've been on this ridiculous journey for like a month and a half to try and get from essentially what Avengers disassembled to AVX. And I've been like driving myself crazy trying to figure out what I really have to read. And two funny things happened. First of all, I discovered things along the way that kind of sucked and were kind of great. But the really interesting thing is I finally picked up AVX and I went, this is, maybe this will be really super interesting to me soon. But I didn't like it nearly as much as like Avengers disassembled and like House of M and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So I think you've told me this, Cordy told me this the other day, is like when you're reading these, stop this rabbit chase of trying to read every single thing in between. You can always go back and do that, but just read, read, read what you enjoy, right? And if suddenly Rogue is a bad guy and you don't know why, go look it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like the amount of time that I was expending, expending on trying to understand a Magneto in the multiverse was like making me a crazy person. Yeah. I think we can stop now, but I think it's a service to our listeners. There are people who are going to... You know what? How about this? What? Why don't we make an area on the Igloo site where people can come in and nominate their favorite comic book for somebody who doesn't read comic books? That should be a thing. Wouldn't it be a good thing? You only need one book to follow. American Vampire. Daredevil. Oh, please. I read a really, I've been reading a really good Daredevil. Yeah. You know, he can't see, dude. Yeah, he does all that with just uh, sonar. Is this on Like a bat. And this one, they draw like all the waves and stuff. You're not a tableist, Dan. Tableist. <laughs> all right. Stooges. Can I button this up? Sure. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man. 